G'day, I'm Jelly, a.k.a. Daniel Farrelly. I'm Alice Zhao. And I'm Curtis Herbert. And this is Independence, a show where we're feeling kind of inspired. Are you feeling inspired? Because I'm feeling inspired. No. <laughs> not particularly. You're not, you're not helping the cause. I'm sorry. Am I disqualified <laughs> from this episode now? <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe a little bit. Because today I want to talk a little bit about inspiration. I want to touch on why it's important because I think that like it, it is a word that sort of gets thrown around, but I, I feel like it's important to sort of a lot of aspects to, a, to the business and to the products that we create and to like what makes our products so good, right? So I want to ask you, because I know what I think this, but I want to ask you, why is inspiration important to your, uh, to your apps? I just need to know what to make, right? I need to be inspired to continue on. Like I'm not, clearly I'm not being inspired by money <laughs> as a normal job would supply for you. Um, but as an indie who's just barely making it, I think I just need that inspiration to keep going. So that's one. And I need to know what to build next. But the fact that Gus on the Go is more content-based rather than feature-based, meaning we're building more lessons with more vocabulary or more stories, then that inspiration is what pushes me to build that next lesson. And or what am I looking forward to make it more delightful? Hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take back this motivation answer here because it's mine. Stay away, Alice. <laughs> so no, I, I I will at least uh, definitely agree with I guess what is now Alice's point that the inspiration is important from. I guess, a motivational standpoint that just seeing other people succeeding or seeing other people trying and finding new ways to do things, while sometimes that leads to you just trying to do what they did, it can also be very motivational and very inspirational to just kind of keep pushing and maybe to find inspiration then in other areas. Uh, it can kind of piggyback off of it because... At the end of the day, let's be honest, I'm an idiot. It looks like I know what I'm doing. I really don't. And inspiration really helps me fake that because that just really helps me get my brain to go down directions that it wouldn't have normally gone down. And I think that's a really large part of inspiration for me. And we're not just like talking design here. We're not just talking, I think, what a lot of people might traditionally think of as when you say, you know, finding inspiration. It's not like finding inspiration to do that one thing you believe in life or that perfect design of that button. It can also be your business model. It might also be how somebody figured out how to paywall something in a clever way or offer a free trial in a clever way that really works. So it can be all over the place. And that can really help get my brain to think in those different ways. And also, I think it's important for me, at least, to pull inspiration from other areas because our apps very much don't live in a vacuum. Yeah. Our apps can very much be informed by things like design trends. And poking my head out of the sand every once in a while to make sure I'm kind of leeching in everything that's going around not that my app necessarily has to be trendy but trying to pull some of that inspiration in makes it so my app might not feel out of place if that makes sense like apple's doing a lot of kind of design tweaks for ios 13 nothing like ios 7 but there's some subtle tweaks there and kind of like i took some time to like get inspired by their apps like screen time was a great one for me to look at uh, I, I realize that's just a screen within settings, but still their graphs and everything in there was a really good place for me to get inspiration from for how did you deal with all these different colors in dark mode and stuff like that. And that way, when Slopes comes out on iOS 13, it's not going to feel 
out of place. It's going to feel like it's part of the system. And I feel like if I didn't take Mm. the time to get that inspiration from other apps, then I would be re-implementing the wheel and I might do it in such a way that just really feels out of place because I didn't look around. Yeah, well, you'd end up being like one of those, uh, like one of the apps that we all know and we all have at least one of these apps on our phone where the design of the app is intended to make the app standard across platforms. So oh, that God, the, yeah. the app is the same in every, on every platform, iOS and Android and so in some cases Mac and everything. Like it's all designed to make it like fit across the thing. So it's part of their brand, but that makes it look out of place amongst the other apps that exist on yeah. on iOS or on on those you know individual platforms. So one that comes to mind for me there is anything with Google Material Design. They will use Google Material on iOS. But I, I do want to flip that around and point out Apple uh, launching Safari on Windows and bringing brushed metal over there, bringing their own font oh, yeah. renderer over there. So that stuck out like a sore thumb on Windows XP. And it, that's very much an important, I think, byproduct of inspiration is it helps you make sure that you fit in in a way. It's not just about being inspired for this new great thing. It's about kind of honing in your ideas. Yeah, I I like the aspect um, that you sort of touched on about how it's not just inspiration for design, even though like we literally just spent two, two minutes talking about design inspiration. But it's not just about that. It's about every aspect of your business because obviously you you need to be inspired in order to build the product that you wanted to create initially. You had inspiration come from somewhere and then continuing to build an app and to curate that experience means continuing to be inspired and continuing to foster inspiration in order to make that the best that it can be. And it comes down to features and it comes down to this, like the way that you implement certain things and what you leave out yeah, and I think one of the things that sort of defines, uh, like it, it defines a line between apps that are really, really good on a system and apps that are really, really bad. Obviously, there is the aspect of like if you do it well, <laughs> you can probably get away with a lot. But the other thing is making sure that you're being very specific about the stuff that you're building and inspiration is the sort of where it comes in with that. And I know it's a really fluffy word and it sort mm. of loses a lot of meaning as you continue to say it over and over again. Inspiration, but it is... inspiration, 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 inspiration. How do, how do you feel now? <laughs> Does it change? <laughs> no, still not feeling inspired. <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely one of those things where it, it, it matters because the, the decisions that you make are going to be based on the stuff that you're inspired by and this the inspiration that you've sort of created for yourself. And that can come from a lot of different places. So I think it's also important, as much as I'm talking about inspiration, to make sure I fit in with the system and all that kind of stuff. I think there is another aspect to inspiration that makes it important when you're building your products. And that is that your own personal inspiration is very limited. You know, I started Slopes and I had this idea of kind of the direction I wanted to take it and maybe one or two key features like the 3D stuff that I've done um, that are really inspired and new and really didn't exist before. And that's, you know, the inspiration I could bring to the table. But for a lot of the stuff, you need to worry about saving that creative juice that you have, that inspiration that you have. And you can't be spending that on every single bit of your app. So sometimes it can be really handy to just sit down and be like, okay, I need to create some registration forms. 
let me just see what everyone else does and just come up with something that's palatable to me and use that inspiration out there to come up with something that is kind of in your own style, but not something that you have to do 100% of the work there. You can lean on that inspiration for 60 to 80% of the work and kind of save those creative juices for when you need to do something truly unique. Um, Because, you know, it's just like burnout with developing the product. If you spend too much time being creative, you're going to kind of lose some of that. So you do need to ration it to some degree. I also think you have to recognize when certain things are just not going to come to you. Like, again, making like registration forms. Yeah. I'm not going to make the most creative registration form. I just need to get it done. So I think there's a little bit bit of that in play um, when you make that choice. Yeah. I don't know how much you want to, how creative you want to get with you with your registration forms anyway. So I, I just spent about probably 12 hours on my registration forms, but that's that's okay. I had to redesign them for sign-in with Apple. <laughs> Did you do them like with with stars and and stripes and maybe do like instead of having everybody does their like their forms sort of linear, like did you have like a like a crazy S-shaped layout or something? No. That, no. that would be really cool. It would also be terrible for users. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) no but that was i mean i was looking around at inspiration and other registration forms uh mostly because for example i added sign in with apple and during the sign up process it used to be you could set your avatar and then set first name last name email password and i realized like oh they're gonna have to set that avatar but with sign in with apple so now i need a two-step process maybe so it was just going around with a lot of other fitness apps and just trying to figure out like okay those of them with some kind of social network that do avatars how do they go about like they might not want to set an avatar now but maybe they do and we want to try and like nudge them that direction but going around and getting inspiration from a lot of places certainly helped me hone my idea a lot faster you can always sort of do a thing to begin with just do something that's very straight and bland and not particularly inspired and like something can come to you later one of the great things about inspiration or one of the worst things about inspiration i guess is that it comes to you when it's damn ready yeah (laughs) and like and you can't necessarily force it but sometimes you've got to get a thing out the door and so it's about using the inspiration when you've got it and then like continuing to build on that stuff when you're not feeling particularly inspired because the days that you're feeling not particularly inspired you can't just sit around playing playstation or something all day like it's not like you can just not work you've got stuff to do so you kind of got to keep on going but that sort of brings me to another question which is what happens when you're not feeling inspired yeah i hate that i really do like when the inspiration well runs dry i feel really really stuck (laughs) but i also recognize when i feel stuck and then i try to quickly move on to whatever else is on my to-do list that I can do that doesn't necessarily require feeling inspired or creative. It's just like things I need to get done and it kind of counts as like a little win um, to keep going. And then the other times I just hope that inspiration comes back (laughs) eventually because I know it, it usually always does. It's just like you said, it's elusive. It has its own timeline. It'll come (laughs) back to you when it feels like it. Yeah. And if you're, Um, if you're doing things and, like you're saying with those little tasks that just like they're little check boxes, like yeah. that can help you be inspired because then you're not in a terrible mood, right? Exactly. Like then you're actually like, oh, I have some wins under my belt and that keeps you going versus if you're just beating yourself up. Yeah. Because I've come up against that well so many times and I've always just thought that I 
just wasn't all that creative because I always imagine like a really creative person. It's just so easy and like stuff is just spilling out all the time. But then like I've just recognized it. So that's when I have to find another plan and move on with that until until Mr. Inspira- Mr. or Mrs. Inspiration decides to come visit again. <laughs> It's like the tooth fairy. Yeah, Leads I'm imagining an idea a fairy under your right now. <laughs> the inspiration Hello. fairy. Yeah. Come visit me. Capture them in a bottle, keep them on the shelf. That's why he doesn't visit. He's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I I actually feel you there. Like I, I I find that sometimes jumping onto other stuff can help uh, a lot, and just getting a few things checked off so that at the end of the day I can say I actually got stuff done I wasn't feeling particularly great about today or feeling particularly inspired but I got there in the end and it's all good one of those things can be things like I've I do like I will do practice um, stuff when it comes to design like I'll just jump into sketch and do a practice design for some stuff that's sort of explains why I did like a design for vignette by Casey Liss. Like he, he, we had been talking about it and I was like, I just, I I would really like to just get some design practice in. Let's do this. I'm not feeling like I'm I'm not feeling up to the task of my other work. So I just want to just want to create something from scratch and let, let that juice sort of flow in a different direction today. And then like doing some illustration stuff that will help to sort of direct my attention to elsewhere so that like, you know, the, the, the other stuff, gift wrapped and all that sort of stuff, all the development stuff, that's always going to be in the background for me. Like it's always going to be there. So letting it sit in the background and just sort of stew, I guess, <laughs> or uh, like ferment maybe <laughs> because it's like, you know, it's creating, Gross. it's creating life or something. I don't know. I'm trying to make it sound like. You're making like kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> development kombucha you know let, letting that stuff happen in the background is is a great way for me to sort of come back and then f- i feel like i've got the energy to work on it again like i feel like i can like i can come back and i can spend some time sort of coming up with the ideas that i need to continue well and sometimes for me i find it can work when i'm not feeling inspired is to kind of bang my head against the wall for a little bit and really kind of figure out the problem, get it so my head is wrapped around the problem, and then just kind of let it ferment. I'll use that word too. Just kind of let it ferment there in the refrigerator as I sleep. Oh, you don't refrigerate when you're fermenting. You put it into like a, it's got to be in a, like a dark, but also No, that's how you get the best stuff. Space. Trust me. It's how you get the best stuff. Just not in direct sunlight. Out of direct sunlight. Oh yeah. No, no sunlight. No sunlight. But then you just kind of let it ferment for a day or two or three or however long. And while you're working on the other stuff, the human brain is background processing on things. And that's where yeah. inspiration comes from. You can also smell it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you can smell that it's ready. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, uh, it smells like vinaigrette, an app by Casey Liss. <laughs> But yeah, so it, and eventually I do find that my brain just kind of has an aha moment when I'll sit down to work on it again. And it's kind of like, oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. But for me, when I'm not feeling inspired, uh, that is what I said is my ideal. Uh, you know, it's nice when that happens. I think I'm not the best at uh, dealing with not being inspired that much. And this even, I think, goes into like burnout. Um, when you're feeling like you just can't quite grind out that code or something. Yeah. I'm pretty bad. I will just hit my head against the wall or I will try and trick myself into thinking I'm working. So, you know, I'll be there and then maybe I'll just surf a little bit of Reddit. But I'm still in work mode. Like I don't fully disconnect. 
and go and give my brain that space it needs to work on that problem. I'll trick myself that I'm still working eight hours today. And then lo and behold, six hours is gone and I've watched a bunch of Celeste speed runs or something like that. So yeah, I'm not the best at this. I'll, I will definitely admit that. I, I will say, I, I think that like turning off your brain sometimes is the best thing. Oh yeah. And which, which is what you're saying. If you, I, I think it's one of those things where if you are recognizing that that's something that's happening, like if you recognize in the middle of like, a Celeste speed run <laughs> that all you've done for the last four, four hours is watch Celeste speed run somehow with no pain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course we are Indies. Then maybe the trick is to like, is, is to say, okay, well today I, I'm just going to, I'm just going to leave the desk. Like I'm just going to not do this anymore because it's clearly not See, happening. That and sounds I need like to sage advice, off. Jelly. Uh, that really sounds yeah. like sage advice. And you're talking to my brain here. Um, where logic side of my brain certainly agrees with you. Uh, But then there's the side of my brain that's really pushing myself harder than I probably should and doesn't want to take the day off from work, even though in the end it'll be better. But it's just like, oh, no, you got to work. So that can be kind of hard to split at that point. Yeah. But yeah, everyone listen to Jelly. Don't listen to me. Take that break (laughs) when you need it. Healthy boundaries. Yeah. You need to call Jelly every time that happens. (laughs) Phone a Jelly. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see how this works. Jelly, are you a fermentation specialist? <laughs> no, I'm not. If I were to call you, is that the service that I receive? <laughs> no, no, I've just been watching a lot of It's Alive yeah. with uh, Brad Leone on on uh, on the Bon Appetit YouTube channel. And he does a lot of uh, fermentation related stuff. I see. So there's that. I guess that's where my brain was going. <laughs> that's where it pulled inspiration from? Mm-hmm. It pulls inspiration from all kinds of crazy places. Yeah. It's it, There's a lot to say about like not uh, about like not just spending all of your time because you we're we're indies we don't have a lot of time time is a valuable resource to us so we can't just spend every day watching fermentation videos on youtube or celeste speedruns for that matter because honestly like we're just we just don't have that sort of time like we have a limited amount of time and that's great well it's not great it's actually terrible i'd love to have more time if anybody want is feeling inspired on how to like make time like maybe a time turner of some kind. There's a Harry Potter. I know. I was <laughs> <laughs> time is a valuable resource for us, but I think we need to like. I think it's a balance that you got to strike, and it's always about balance. We everybody like. I'm always talking about balance, wow. aren't we? Yeah. And uh, like, I think when you f- when you realize that you're not doing any work, like uh, you can continue watching Celeste speed runs on the couch. Like you don't have to stop doing the same thing that you've been doing at your work, pretending you're working. But it's good to take that time and actually sort of turn your brain into like into I'm not working now mode. Because even when you're watching those fermentation videos, speed runs, whatever, cat videos, browsing Instagram, reading Twitter. Slash R slash popping on Reddit. Whatever you're doing. Even when you're doing that and you're sitting at your desk and you're like trying to convince yourself you're working while you're not working and that sort of stuff. Your brain is like in a mode where it's like, I'm supposed to be working now. I'm supposed to be working now. I'm supposed to be working now. And so you, you feel you feel, you end up feeling sort of worn out anyway yeah. because you're still trying to make those juices flow without actually replenishing them in any particular way. But also like you're wasting the time that you have because you're just you're not really making use of the time that you have, but you're also not sort of resting, which is also making use of the time that you have, mind you. And it's it's one of these things where I think that if you recognize that you're doing it, 
you just have to just say, okay, I'm going to go and watch these on the couch and I'm just going to chill. I'm just going to relax. I'm not going to think about the emails, the five emails that I've got in my inbox. I'm not going to think about this feature that I'm trying to build. I'm just going to think about these videos that I'm enjoying so much. And why don't I watch some, I don't know, DIY YouTube while I'm at it? Because why the heck not? Just just make sure you're turning your brain off once in a while, Curtis. Look, I just, I'm just trying to look after you, mate. Thanks. Someone has to. Certainly not myself. <laughs> so, given that we're we're all feeling very uninspired at the moment, we should uh, ha- we should take a little moment to uh, think about where we actually draw our inspiration from, because we all have sort of different places that we draw inspiration from. Clearly, mine is uh, is Bon Appetit videos about fermentation. So, <laughs> so where did where the where do the two of you draw your inspiration from? So, what's nice about Gus on the Go is that. It's stuff that I, you know, I created, we created it for our kids. And so I still have these kids laying around. I, you know, they're kind of useful. And lying so, around? Are they just draped just over around. the couch? Yeah. <laughs> At this point, they're, they're getting there. Very lazy. Oh my gosh. Damn it. Who left the kids out on the floor? Exactly. <laughs> I told you to pack these kids up when you were done. Clean up after yourself. Um, but I, you know, I spent a lot of time reading to them and I feel like I'm trying to always ins- get more inspiration from the physical world than the digital world. I feel like that's a little bit more useful for me, especially with like crafts as well. So I get it from stories, but I also get it from like physical crafts. Like I'm like, oh, how do I turn that into something? Because it's like tactile. Um, Even though our, our app is digital, like I can always turn that also back into another craft like that goes along with Gus on the Go. And so that's one of the places I like to draw inspiration from is anything I'm doing with the kids. That's a little easy, right? Because that's that's right up my alley. And then the other places I get inspiration from is Instagram. Well, because it's also like the same people I follow is they're also in the same world. There are other parents who want to teach their kids languages. And I see all the really interesting things that they're trying and experimenting with. And my goal is never to copy, but just to like to see how it was that they came up with that idea. And then, and then apply that kind of a logic to Gus on the Go stuff. Yeah, so I don't pull that much inspiration necessarily from the act of snowboarding itself. Like I can pay attention to my needs in that situation and the things that I might think, oh, it'd be really convenient if I could do this. Mm. So there is a little bit of inspiration there. But I think where I get a lot of my inspiration from is probably the web world. They've been solving interesting business problems without paid upgrades and all that kind of stuff for a long time. They've dealt with email marketing and how to get campaigns going there and how to get conversions happening. And I always say they're about a decade ahead of the iOS app ecosystem in terms of business that's sustainable. Mm. And that's definitely an area I've paid a lot of attention to since just before 2015 when Slopes went subscription. They were ones that I pulled a lot of inspiration from to make that move. So that's still a space I try and pay a lot of attention to. And I don't do nearly as much as I should do having learned from them. But that's at least where I try and keep in mind when it comes to my business, uh, certain things I might want to pay attention to. And then otherwise, from more, I guess, an app specific area, I just try and download a lot of apps that I come across that look like they might be decent. Usually I'll focus on fitness apps. Um, I'm not just going out in the app store and like, oh, let me download CNN today. But a lot of times I'll pay attention to just what I'm seeing make the rounds on Twitter for an interesting new app. Or maybe one of the slacks I'm in, they might talk about a new app that they found. But just 
try and generally try a bunch of different apps, especially near my niche. And I'll just play around with them and just kind of see like, oh, how they how they tackle that problem. What are what are they doing to encourage signups from free users and stuff like that? And again, that's kind of goes hand in hand with what I was saying inspiration wise earlier of making sure that you don't feel like you exist in a vacuum, paying attention to what's going on around you. Um, but it's also just a place that I'll go for new ideas uh, to tap that kind of stuff and to see, you know, people I know that are doing well, like in the hiking market, for example, hiking in the backcountry. How do they do things? Uh, and just kind of poke around with that kind of stuff. And not even necessarily only when I'm in the need for that inspiration. Like I just kind of do it passively as things come up throughout the year. Yeah. And then that way, when I need that inspiration, my brain has already been like, oh, yeah. Do you remember that thing from eight months ago? Yeah, it's prime. Um, so it's more of a passive thing that I try and draw inspiration. Yeah. Um, because like you've said earlier, you can't force it. So it's just kind of something you have to have your brain primed for when you need it. Yeah, you got to feed it. You got to feed that fermentation process. So one of the things that I find uh, is really good for sort of fostering inspiration is conversations with people. And not necessarily like my users. God knows I love my users. I, I love like hearing their ideas and I do like take notes every time somebody mentions something. So like if if you've said something to me, like either I have a note for it or I had already had a note for it and I like I have that as a thing that I can draw upon when I get to like building or working on that particular aspect of the product. And so like, you know, those conversations are great. But the conversations that I'm really sort of focused on are the conversations that I have with other people who are creative and like looking for inspiration themselves and just trying to like trying to create great products and create great stuff because like we can have a conversation about their app my app and the fresh eyes the the sort of Mm -hmm. like somebody else taking a look at your app and saying like suddenly they'll have this idea that you would never never in a million years have thought of because they see it differently to you and you can have the same thing about their app and i like i love those conversations because they are a they 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 give me life <laughs> like they because they are so inspiring and it sounds really like that sounds really cliche but they really just are because that you can have those moments of just suddenly something comes and you just a light bulb goes off and it's a light bulb moment of of just like you suddenly have this like surge of inspiration mm-hmm. that comes like out of nowhere out of like a out of like a conversation that just had sort of like a, had a side comment thrown in and suddenly you just had like mm-hmm. all these ideas come up and honestly that's one of my favorite favorite things about being in the community that we are is that like I've had conversations with people with with designers and developers in other like working on other stuff including the two of you mind you i should very clearly say that like the two of you have been very inspiring to to me and the conversations that we've had have been very inspiring this is just a like i'm just going to pour out some some thank you love uh but uh you know th- those those conversations are so good and that like i draw so much inspiration from the the thoughts that other people have about my product and about and about their products as well like i get inspired to like suggest stuff for other people's lives <laughs> as much as like as i am willing to take on inspiration like other people's inspiration as my own and that i love because there's nothing better than having fresh eyes on a project yeah. and as indies it's really hard because we don't have a team and we don't have new people coming in and stuff like that we're just it's just us or maybe us and 
and Yano. <laughs> hey, Yano. <laughs> and so it's <laughs> and so it's it's hard. It can be hard, and like you got to go out and find those conversations where you can, and uh, things like Coca Heads or. I think it's is it iOS Dev uh, in New York. I don't remember. Oh, they have iOS IRL up there. That's the one. Yes. iOS IRL. You know, stuff like that, where you go and you meet up with people and you know, like you have conversations about stuff, and those are just brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. This week's podcast brought to you by iOS IRL. <laughs> Do you need to have a drink on the third Wednesday of every month? Join them downtown at GMT Tavern starting at seven o'clock. <laughs> to piggyback off that, also hosted by Joe Chaplinsky, <laughs> I was going to say that, you know, before, you know, when we first started working on the app, we were basically, we were creating it in a vacuum. We only knew of each other, you know, me and Yano, and we were only talking to each other about it. We knew no, no other developer. Um, And it wasn't until release notes, my very first conference, that I was pulled into the indie community. And like, I love it so much. Everyone's trying to solve each other's problems. Like, you're not even asking for it. They're like, oh, have you tried this? And what about this? Like, it's it's so accepting and, and so giving of a community. Like, I can't stop talking about it. And Yes, it's this is also this is also another podcast re- sponsored by the release, release notes conference. <laughs> so, you're welcome, Joe. <laughs> We're not actually sponsored by any of these people. I just got to say we, we have not received any money. It is it is completely free and just like loving. Just yeah. just we just want to pour out our love for that for these these. This things, this podcast is actually sponsored by fermentation. <laughs> By your local kombucha <laughs> just, stop. just no, just the kombucha itself. Oh, okay, it's yeah, just yeah. the it's the actual kombucha okay. that has sponsored us. Yeah. So let's end on a bit of a downer. Why are all of your episodes downers <laughs> as of late, dude? Oh, I know, oh. I know they're real downers, and I can't even have an inspiration episode without turning to a, like turning it into a downer. But uh, look, the three of us we're not perfect. And definitely not you two. <laughs> Thank you. So we're like we're not definitely not doing everything that we possibly could be to foster inspiration because, like you know, we have other things, and inspiration isn't like the the most important aspect of our development stuff. Like for Curtis, it's filling his money vault. For Alice, it's oh my kids, God. and for for me, it's I don't know whatever's on my desk. Hairbrush. <laughs> <laughs> So we're definitely doing. We definitely could be doing more to uh, foster inspiration uh, with our projects. You're right, Curtis. <laughs> you lost him a long time ago. He's just stopped. He's done. He's he's done. So what are we not doing that would allow us to foster inspiration in our work? If we if we were doing that that sort of stuff, like what what could you do to improve? Clean your desk. <laughs> so are you offering to come and clean my desk? Is that what's happening? workspace <laughs> is an inspiring workspace. I don't know. I'm inspired by the things You're on my workspace. You're inspired by the hairbrush. I have a hundred bucks here. Just randomly. Why is that not in a wallet? Oh, oh. my God. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> what I'm not doing <laughs> to foster inspiration, uh, we definitely alluded to this earlier, was stepping away. You know, I noticed, um, you know, I haven't been running as much the last month or two. When it's, I mean, aside from the fact it's terrible outside, it's like 90 degrees and sticky most days right now, uh, which is just disgusting. And I say that because I noticed for a while when I was going to the gym more, that I wasn't getting as much time to just kind of zone out 
and just let my brain work on problems and just think about things like downtime, basically, but forced downtime. I noticed for me, running is much better for that than being at the gym. There's just something about it. My brain works a little bit different that way. I just zone out a lot better when I'm running. And right now I've been going to the gym more than running. And that's something I need to make time for because it's not only a fitness benefit for me. It's not only keeping me healthy, but it's also giving my brain that downtime that it really needs. Um, Because frankly, I suck at downtime. It's just not part of me. It's I just work too much. That's just how I am. But downtime is when I definitely do my best problem solving. So, yeah, that's something I'm not doing the best of. And that's I get more inspiration and a lot more like, oh, yeah, I could do that uh, when I have that or that long drive to, you know, two hour drive somewhere to New York City or something like that. Like those downtimes are really when I think my brain does can do its best work. So I'm not allocating enough time. I'm not scheduling enough time because I think that's the important part. For that kind of exercise, you actually have to schedule and make the time for that. You can't just hope that it happens coincidentally. Yeah. You need to force that to happen. Yeah. And when I do, I come back feeling refreshed. You know, this weekend, I didn't open my laptop to work. I just did a blog post because I needed to get some stuff out of me. But I didn't do any work. I didn't check customer support email. And I came back Monday morning feeling super refreshed. And that leads to inspiration. Um, so, yeah, I think for me, it's just downtime and running. I need to do more. To borrow from my my real job now, or should I say my job job, so I recently did a bunch of user interviews, and this is not about like what features do you want. This is more like how do you actually use the product. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went through that exercise for the first time, like legitimately, and I got so much inspiration out it's of it. It's eye opening. Yeah, it really is. And I'm like, you don't use you. Well, first, you don't. It's not as terrible. Like it doesn't feel as terrible to them as it does to us because we're the ones making it. Um, and that was like the first light bulb. Yeah. I'm like, you don't hate it. Amazing. And then they're using it in ways that you just could not imagine. And so I like when you asked that question, that's what I thought of. I'm like, I don't spend a whole lot of time. Like I spend a lot of time watching my kids do it, but my kids know who Gus on the Go is. They know I make Gus on the Go. And so they use, they also use it in a different way than like a person completely new to Gus on the Go would. Yeah. And so I that's something I think like I definitely want to do moving forward is to spend more time watching them use other apps or not the, uh, them, but other kids use other apps or, mm-hmm. or our apps and just seeing how, how they don't use our apps in the way we anticipate it at all. Um, and just seeing that light bulb click for myself, I think that would be a huge way to find inspiration. I don't get out of the house enough. <laughs> I think that's my answer. <laughs> no, I, I I think one of the things that I, I, I feel that I don't do enough is is go to conferences and go to things that are like happening. And part of that is sort of something that I can't really help because it's friggin' expensive to go to the US and there's not a lot of conferences here. So it can be difficult. But as I said, I love those conversations where like it's with other developers and just talk, even just talking about their stuff is real inspiring to me. And I would love to have more of those conversations. And I think it part of that means getting away from my desk and going to mm-hmm. conferences and spending less time like not just working, but also like, you know, I spend time working and I spend time chilling and I spend time watching fermentation videos (laughs) on YouTube, but I should spend more time around other people. And I do let, I don't do enough of that 
and I, I feel like I should. I, sh- I feel like I should do more of that, which is it's difficult, but I should do more. I should. I should just. I should just apply myself. I should just suck it up and do it. Well, you did fly out to San Jose, so that was a big one. That was fun. <laughs> it was great, and I did a lot of running around and talking to people, a lot. <laughs> Or a lot of scootering around. I actually did yeah. less exercise minutes this year than I than I normally do because I just scooted everywhere. It was brilliant, but also terrible. I love those things. Well, I think we should probably wrap up. This probably uh, I, I'm feeling pretty inspired. I don't know about the two of you. I always feel inspired after talking to the two of you. No. Oh, okay, I see how this works. <laughs> if you would like to send us an email uh, and tell us how inspired or uninspired you are then you can do that. Uh, you can toss an email at hello at independence.fm or jump on our website, independence.fm. You can also talk to us on Twitter because that's a thing that you can do. It's just a thing and you can do it. I am Jellybean Soup. I'm Eat a Duck I Must. And I am Parrots, the plural of the bird. And that's all we've got time for this week, this fortnight, this episode. Thank you all for listening and we will be back in two weeks' time. So until then... Goodbye.